Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Gadigal people. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, July 19. In Squiz Kids Today, Com Games cancelled. Mystery space capsule on WA Beach. Aussie sailor found at sea and pink burgers in Brazil's Barbie mania. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. Have you ever taken part in a debate? In your classroom, perhaps. Your teacher might have given you an argument with one group in the class being told to take the affirmative or yes side and the other group told to argue the negative or no side. Well, that's what's happening on a national scale at the moment as the referendum on an Indigenous voice to Parliament looms ever closer. Yesterday, the official arguments in favour and arguments against a voice were published for all the country to read, with the yes and no camps putting forward their pitches for why, when Australians go to the polls to vote in the referendum later this year, they should vote one way or the other. Now, you're going to hear a lot about the referendum in the coming months. And while all that politics and Canberra stuff might seem like a total snooze fest, it's actually really interesting. Which is partly why we're in the process of producing a special two-part series on referendums. So keep an ear out for that. Now, the referendum on The Voice, which I have to say has nothing to do with Delta Goodrum or Guy Sebastian or spinning chairs, will ask Australians whether they're in favour of changing the constitution or the rule book by which Australia is run to give Indigenous Australians a say or a voice on matters that affect them and their communities. According to the official arguments released yesterday, the Yes camp reckon it's about recognising Indigenous Australians and sending a powerful message to the rest of the world about Australia's unity. While the No camp say it will be legally risky, will divide the nation and could have unknown consequences. It's up to the Australian population to decide for themselves. I've stuck links to both arguments in today's episode notes. Dive in and take a look, because, as any good debater knows, the more you research, the better your argument will be. Cue the spooky music. Because a mystery capsule from outer space has washed up on a Western Australian beach and no one's quite sure where it came from. The capsule was discovered washed up on a beach at Greenhead, 250 kilometres north of Perth. And while for a moment social media went a little bit nuts, wondering aloud if it might be part of an alien spaceship, experts were yesterday suggesting it's simply a piece of space junk. Perhaps a fuel cylinder from an Indian rocket. I've stuck a link to a photo of it in today's episode notes. globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Brazil, where Barbie mania has reached new heights with the release of a Barbie-themed hamburger, complete with pink sauce. Burger King in Brazil has released the special Barbie meal, complete with Ken's fries, ahead of the release of the Margot Robbie film, which hits cinemas around the world tomorrow. 
It's just one example of how Barbie mania has swept the world, with pop stars Dua Lipa and Lizzo dressing in pink, and sales of pink scrunchies jumping in some countries by as much as 1,000%, which my friends is a lot of scrunchies. It's called Barbiecore, and it's a pink wave that's making its way to our shores, where pink nail polish, pink glitter and pink feather boas are all expected to feature heavily. Now, where did I put my pink neon lycra hot pants? Sport time! If you've been busily training for the 2026 Commonwealth Games, and let's face it, who amongst us hasn't, then you might want to press pause on making any travel plans after Victorian Premier Dan Andrews yesterday announced he was going back on his offer to host them. The people in London who organised the Commonwealth Games, which for a lot of Australian athletes is a big deal, were yesterday left scrambling to find a new host city after the Victorian government pulled the pin, saying it was going to be too expensive. The Games were announced with a great deal of fanfare back in April last year, with a big deal made about the fact that they would be regional games, with events to take place in Shepparton and Bendigo and Ballarat, but, uh, um, no, it's all off. Maybe I won't need my pink neon lycra hot pants after all. For that cycling event I was going to take part in. Believe it or not. Imagine floating at sea for two months. Just you and your dog somewhere off the coast of Mexico, without radio contact, without a working engine in your boat, and no way of getting an SOS message to anyone. Because that's what has happened to a Sydney man and his beloved pet dog, Bella, who was yesterday pulled from his broken boat by the Mexican Coast Guard. 51-year-old Tim Shaddock from Sydney was sailing from Mexico to French Polynesia two months ago, a journey of some 6,000 kilometres when he got caught in a storm which disabled his boat and all its electronics. For two whole months, he floated aimlessly about on ocean tides, surviving on raw fish that he managed to catch and rainwater. Amazingly, he appeared to be in good health when authorities plucked him from the sea. Tim and his dog, Bella, were yesterday being transported to a Mexican hospital where, he said, he was looking forward to having a good meal. I bet he was. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. In which Australian state has a mystery space capsule washed up on a beach? Yeah, that's right, it's Western Australia. Question number two, in which country has Burger King released a Barbie burger? Yeah, well done if you said Brazil. Question number three, what's the name of the dog that survived two months at sea with its Aussie owner? Yeah, well done if you said Bella. Yeah! It's July 19. The Aussie women's cricket team have retained the Ashes after a thrilling one-day game on Monday. Today, it's the turn of the Aussie men's team, as what could be the deciding test match for the Ashes starts at Old Trafford in England. Come on, Aussies. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today.
Wilson from Vermont South, Lachlan from Cronulla, Kuei from Andrews Farm, Dawood from Ride, Denzi from Ituka, Pippa from Clothiers Creek, Patrick from Kalani Vale, and Blake from Gerildery. And a belated birthday shout out goes to Amelia from Cherrybrook and Taj from Narrowena. Also, little note, if you're just tuning back in after the school holidays, we did a heap of belated birthday shout-outs in last week's podcasts. So if you missed yours, have a listen back. I just hate for you to think you missed out. And classroom shout-outs today go to Class LA9 and Miss Davy at Atwell Primary School, Class 56A and Mrs Wright at Austin Near Public School, Class 56B and Miss Keenahan at Warak Nabil Primary School, Class 5C and Miss Mace at Gulgong Primary School. To all the students at St Mary's Catholic Primary School in Orange and to Miss Derekakis and the students at St John's College who are listening all the way over there in Johannesburg in South Africa. A big hello to you all. And finally, a special shout out to Ms Snell's class at St Elizabeth's in Tarragindi who sent in the rap they'd written about surfboard eating otters. You guys are the best. Jay-Z, better watch his back. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids Today. Be sure to tune in tomorrow when Christy makes her Squiz Kids Today debut. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.